Mrs. Lewis was a Sunday school teacher, and it was Easter Sunday, and she was taking her group of little children from the Sunday school wing to the church to join the congregation for worship. And as they got close to the church, she stopped and she looked at them and she said, Now, boys and girls, why is it necessary for us to be quiet in church? And Rebecca, who was a bright little girl, piped up and said, Because people are sleeping. (laughs) Rebecca has been, unfortunately, all too right in some cases. Turn to your neighbor and say, wake up. (laughs) Many of us have been sleeping for far too long. Many of us have been snoring and snoozing in the face of the most spectacular news. This is actually not a new problem for Christians. As we heard from today's lesson from St. Luke's Gospel, the 24th chapter, the very first Easter morning, some of Jesus' female disciples go to the tomb. They arrive, they see that it's empty, and they meet angels who inform them that Jesus is risen. So they go back to tell the male apostles who, quote, did not believe them. And who thought all these things the ladies were saying were, quote, an idle tale. This is the apostles we're talking about. They thought the news of Jesus' resurrection was an idle tale. They did not believe until they encountered the resurrected Jesus. What about you? Does all this talk of resurrection seem like an idle tale? Do you believe? The gospel says, Jesus is risen. The world says, that ah, idle tale. The gospel says, resurrection is possible. The world says, that ah, idle tale. And our world's television screens and airwaves are infested with the latest bad news, the latest bombing, the latest controversy, and the latest all-important election, the latest recession, the latest reason for you to distrust your neighbor, the latest tidbit about some superstar idol, I-D-O-L, that you and I are supposed to put more credit to and the supposed idle tales of some first century Jewish woman about an empty tomb. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is a roaring lion. It is not a floppy-eared bunny rabbit. <laughs> and it roars good news of a new hope, a new day, and new life. And not in just some distant, happy future of heaven, no, but right here in this world. Right here in the middle of the mud, the crud, and the cruel. The good news is for now. When Jesus exploded forth from the tomb on that first Easter, he did so without the benefit of airbrushing, of Photoshop. He said, What do you mean? He was resurrected, yes, but his hands and his feet still bore the marks of the crucifixion. The gospel promises to resurrect your life, my life, and the life of the world. But it's not an airbrushing gospel. 
a life that has been touched by the gospel, by the resurrection, not always, but sometimes, will still bear the scars, the marks, and the griefs that life has endured. And someday in the future, the haunted places, the battlefields, the terrorist sites, will become monuments of the tragedies that once were before God's redeeming love won out. But make no mistake, the gospel's roar of peace and love and salvation is not an idle tale. Remember, the apostles thought it was an idle tale until they met the resurrected Jesus. But so often the world tells you, and it tells me, particularly as we strive to have faith, it will tell you things like this. Unfortunately, these will sound familiar to you. You can't change. It's over. No one will love you. There's nothing you can do about it. You have to accept what is. There's no solution to the violence. Faith is for the foolish. If you've ever heard these things before, say, oh yeah. If you've ever been tempted to sympathize and agree with it, say, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's a great temptation for Christians, particularly in today's day and age. However, when the gospel of Jesus Christ hears that sort of worldly talk, it pounces forward and it roars in response, you can change with God's help. It's not over until God says it's over. God loves you, and so will other people. There are buckets loads of things that you can do. You do not have to accept what is. And there can be peace. Though we will have to endure our own Good Fridays to get there. And faith is for the person who hikes toward the light in the midst of the dark mountain. In other words, anytime people of faith or we want to have hope, the slick advertising team of the world will often say, Idle tale, idle tale, idle tale. But the gospel's response is, Meet Jesus. Turn to your neighbor and say, meet Jesus. You sound half convinced, but okay. <laughs> yeah, meet Jesus, bruised, beaten, betrayed, but blessed. But blessed. Fully risen, fully alive, and fully on the side of compassionate, roaring love. If you want to meet that kind of Jesus, say amen. That's a little bit better. There was a singing group called The Resurrection, and they were scheduled to sing at a church. But a blizzard came in, and so they had to postpone. So out in front of the church, they had to change the sign, and they changed it to, The Resurrection Has Been Postponed. <laughs> you and I have postponed the resurrection for far too long. The resurrection of your faith. The resurrection of your family. The resurrection of your health. The resurrection of your marriage. The resurrection of that thing in your life you know needs to change, or that thing in your life that needs to go. The resurrection of our political systems. The resurrection of refugees. The resurrection of race relations. The resurrection of the abused. The resurrection of the hungry. In short, the resurrection of this beautiful but broken world. 
you and I have been sleeping for far too long. Turn to your neighbor and say, wake up. Wake up. The resurrection of Jesus is a roaring lion. It is not a floppy-eared bunny rabbit. And the resurrection is not an idle tale. It is a person, Jesus Christ. And if you want a resurrected life, and if you want to be part of the resurrection of this world, then you need to start, highlight with a yellow highlighter, start with the man of resurrection. And if on this Easter you're saying, I want to start with the man of resurrection, because maybe you've never done that, or you want to continue with the man of resurrection, say, Amen. We'll see. We'll see. Check this out. If you and I leave here this morning, and we ignore everything in our individual lives that needs resurrection, if you and I leave here this morning, ignoring all that needs resurrection in the lives of the people we care about, if you and I leave this morning, this afternoon, and we ignore all the things in the world that need resurrection, we will have not started or continued with the man of resurrection. We will have not heard the gospel. We will have not heard the Easter message. We will in effect have wasted our time being here. We will have fallen asleep. Or worse, you will have joined forces with the world's slick advertising team that labels what is good and beautiful and true as an idle tale. Enough postponing. Enough sleeping. You and God both know what needs resurrecting in your life. And in the life of the world. Whether it's next door or across the sea. But with God's help, you can do this. With God's help, you can be a part of this movement. You can be part of the resurrection movement. You can join the team of the Roaring Lion. Amen. Amen.